and welcome back to another episode of the Killer's True Crime Podcast. Um, this is our second week out here. We're back. <laughs> we're ready to go. I've got no allergies this week. Um, this week we'll be, we will be talking about Danica Childs. Um, Peyton, start us off. Segway. Oh. <laughs> Segway? Yeah. Segway into it. Okay, like, I guess the viewers that are gonna hop on on episode two aren't gonna know who the fuck we are. Oh, yeah. Um, my name is Mikhail, the co-host, the humble co-host. I'm Peyton, your host. Okay, you ready to get your shit rocked? I am. I'm excited for this one. Okay. So, Danica Childs was born on May 25th, 1990. That's also my wife's birthday. That's Megan's birthday. Woo! Meg. Um, Danica's mother said this about Danica whenever she was a child. She loved to dance, and so in elementary school they had talent shows, and she would get her friends together, and she'd kind of choreograph routines. Even adding that after she got into middle school, some of the students asked help for her choreography dances. I can't fucking talk. Um, Choreographing? Yeah. She also said that she was a great writer and wrote her own poetry. I have, like, a whole box of poetry and things that she wrote, her mom said, and I really can't bear to go through and read them all anymore. But I think her idea was to someday maybe that they could be song lyrics. Which, that's sad. That's very sad. Just a whole box of poetry. That your kid wrote. Yeah. Oh, no. By the time that Danica reached high school, she was exceeding in school, and her counselors and teachers recommended that she be a part of the high school program that allowed students to work toward their high school diploma and associate's degree at the same time by allowing students to take classes at the community college. Everyone thought that she would do great, her mother said. However, child struggled in the program. Dang. That's really cool, though. I mean, you have to be, like, such a good student to do that, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to have, like, a really strict schedule because you're getting an associate's degree at the same time you're getting your well also that's diploma. a lot of that's a lot of pressure responsibility too mm-hmm. so you have to like you can't be a slack off student you no. know uh i need to stop saying that i need to stop saying um that's okay. on the bus ride to college Childs also began to connect with another student who would later turn out to be a pimp according to her mother she struggled in the program so much that she transferred to an alternative school and when that didn't work out she dropped out and planned to get her ged however that plan was short-lived and danica re-enrolled in school and was on the track to graduate her family breathed a sigh of relief believing her future was bright from the stunning and talented girl while danica was in the dual enrollment program she met a boy on the bus and began dating him the two were a couple at the time of danica's disappearance Zorro, her mother, discovered that her daughter's boyfriend was rumored to be a pimp and Danica had started hanging out with the wrong crowd. In retrospect, Zorro wishes she had taken the rumors more seriously, but Danica was well on her way to graduating. She had minimal behavioral problems and no history of running away. It wasn't until shortly before her disappearance that Danica began to stay out all night. Oh no. This is just like a recipe for disaster. It's kind of like the cliche in like YA books it's kind of like oh this kid like they're doing so great they're Mm -hmm. making all like they're making straight A's they're doing all this stuff and then they meet this one they meet this one person and they're like it literally derails your life yeah it just goes downhill like it just been there done that (laughs) hell no uh talk about the and I'm 
I don't mean to say this in a, like, victim-blaming mm-hmm. thing, but imagine if she never would have met that kid on the bus that would have turned right. out to be her boyfriend. Like, like one, you're telling me one or single like, bus ride? Like, like, what if he would have gotten sick that day and yeah, missed the bus? That's the butterfly effect. Or, like, why, if, she, how did her mother know mm-hmm. that he was rumored a pimp, but she well, didn't know? And, I, like, wouldn't that deter you? Well, you have to think of, like... Gossip, I guess. Again, I don't know if... Because this takes place in Federal Way, Federal Way Washington. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... I probably should have looked this up. But I don't know if that's, like, a big town, town small, small town. town. But rumors get around. Yeah, I mean, more true. so in small towns. But I'm pretty sure, like, another parent probably would have came up to Zorro and been like, Hey, do you know that Danica's boyfriend, like, is rumored to be a pimp? Mm-hmm. That's insane. And I'm I, I couldn't find a lot of information about Danica's boyfriend. And that's such a rumor, like for which, the mom not to follow up on. Well, I mean, okay, let's go with the thing of like maybe Danica's boyfriend was younger than her. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that a 15 year old, or even let's say he's older, a 19 year old is supposed to be a pimp. I mean, I wouldn't believe it. Like I would follow on. up on it, but if somebody told me that. I dead ass would not believe it. Like you're gonna tell me that a fucking nineteen year old or a fucking fifteen year old is supposed to be a pimp? That's what I'm okay. Yeah. Well also depending on I don't know. This is like You're telling me that if if somebody came up to you and you had a kid and they were like, Hey, your child's boyfriend is a pimp, you wouldn't be like you're telling me I didn't mean to press that. I don't know why I did that. But you're well, telling you're telling me that you're. Uh, I would be like, how is a fifteen year old or a pimp, fifteen year old through nineteen year old, supposed to do that? Well, like, you'd be surprised. I guess I've never. I don't know. I've though. never been involved in that kind of stuff. So like to that me, world, yeah. To me, that's so far reached. Yeah. That that's crazy. I don't know. But I also know. I, I also used to have friends that got addicted to drugs and stuff. Yeah. At like. 14. So again, it could be possible and I'm just very privileged to have not ever really been affected by that stuff that it's hard for me to believe. Well, even then, like, let's say, hypothetically, a theoretical that, like, these kind of rumors run around and he was, like, 16, 17, 18 and it doesn't seem likely, wouldn't you as a parent be like, that is, like, a really weird specific piece of information that you just told me? I'm gonna follow up on this a little bit more than just, like, Hey. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't blame Danica's mom yeah. for brushing it off. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And either. I mean, obviously, she has regrets because she says, in retrospect, I wish I, I would have followed up on yeah. these rumors because she potentially could have. Right. Not stopped it, but maybe. Like, curved like, it a little. Declined it. Changed, like, a little. Been bit. out and been like, hey. Been more preventative. Yeah. Interesting. I, I just think that that's weird. That's something that really stands out to me in this case is the fact that a 15 year old. To 19-year-old, because, again, I couldn't find a lot of information about Anika's boyfriend at the mm-hmm. time, which makes me think that he's been cleared from this, because or like, I don't yeah. think that he's a suspect in the case. Really? Well, you know, when you look at murder cases, not that this is a murder case, but this is a missing persons case, you look at people's spouses. Like, yeah. if I were to disappear tomorrow, people would automatically look at Megan, yeah. because Megan's the person that's around me constantly, and that I had the closest relationship with. They look at partners, spouses... Things like that. Oh my god. That's just protocol. I'd be getting so a like, call the next day. And Have I'm pretty been... sure if... 
her mom found out about these rumors, especially after the situation. I'm pretty sure police... I'm... I'm pretty sure police like explored would every heard them also yeah. and explore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. said, explored them. Hmm. And I think that again, if I can't find any information about this boy, man, whatever, like I think that he got cleared in some way or another. I just don't think that it's out to the public yet mm-hmm. because it's kind of like when people go to prison when they're like pedophiles or something, they get beat the shit out of. So I'm pretty sure they're not going to talk a lot. <laughs> sorry. <A little> late. <laughs> sorry, that they're not going to talk about his identity so people can possibly go beat this guy up yeah. or track him down or do whatever they want to this man, mm-hmm. guy, whatever, you know? I don't know. I just thought that that was interesting. Yeah, that is a very interesting, like, piece of information. And also for her to, like, meet this man, boy, that's going to be her boyfriend, and then everything start to go downhill, like, that's a big red flag. He could, like, work for a pimp and be involved in that lifestyle. Yeah, and, and the rumor and she is just, just like, that he was Yeah, the pimp they saw him not, doing yeah. all the dirty work or whatever, and they were like, hmm, that's interesting. Okay, so now that we have a little background on Danica and her boyfriend, uh, we're going to go into the events that led to her disappearance and the date of her disappearance. So on December 21st of 2007, Danica had plans to go with her sister and some friends for Christmas shopping at the mall. After Danica failed to come home for the plans, her mother began to worry. Danica's mother believed that she was staying with a friend at the time of her disappearance. Her mother and Danica talked about the upcoming plans of Christmas shopping later the day, and Danica said that her phone was dying so she would call her mom back. Mm-hmm. Which is typical. Yeah. I'm I'm on FaceTime with you all the time, and, and it dies. you're like, my phone's gonna die, or uh, my phone's gonna die. Yeah. Um, her mother later in the day remembered that she had forgotten to tell Danica something over the phone and called her back. It went straight to voicemail. Hmm. Um, it was found out that Danica had not stayed with a friend the previous night, but had stayed at the room at the Sunset Motel, which at the time was noted for the activity of drugs and sex work activity. So, when Danica does not come home, her mother is like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. Um, yeah something and, is wrong. And so she called the police. They ended up finding that information. Um, what was found in the room that Danica was staying at was her cell phone, her jacket, and her purse. Um, so I'm guessing the police, like, checked the phone and gave it back to Danica's mom mm-hmm. because several days after Danica was proclaimed missing, um, her mom found text messages that were sent to Danica that were sexually explicit messages that seemed to point in the direction that Danica was in the world of prostitution and sex work. Oh, that's so sad. And Danica's 17 at the time of this, so she's very much still in high school. She's a child. She's 17. I, I, in a way, have a 17-year-old child, and I... If Sydney was getting those messages, I would I think I ground would, her yeah. for life. I would ground her for life. I I can't. That is like that's also a new like sense of we have to get you out of this. How are we going to get you out of this? But because her mom most people didn't know. Yeah, I know. But like, imagine if she did know and she did find out. That's a whole new realm of we have to keep you safe. Because now these people know who you are and they know what you look like, where you live, who you hang out with. And well, like, also, this just are scary. This just popped into my head. Um, she was a minor. Yeah, and these like grown ass adult Adults. men are having sex with a minor. Yep, and they probably knew that at the time, so they're. 
I'm sure they're they did. fucking pedophiles. Yeah. Pedophiles. And oh my god. Before anyone tries to argue with me, I get it, okay? The age of consent in most American states is 16. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I, like, I don't give a shit. Sorry. I don't give a shoot <laughs> what the age of consent is. A 16-year-old is a child. Like, Even 17. 17 until, is a child. Like, if you're still in high school, 18 is a fucking child. Until you cross the line of being 18 and being legally responsible for yourself. Paying bills. Like, it is figuring out how to get yourself places. Yeah. Even, I'm sorry, but, like, if you're... 22 dating an 18 year old you might as well label yourself a pedophile i know that's a big reach <laughs> Ooh, extremist views yeah but, you're but right. like that is an 18 same year old. thing same thing if you're listening to this and you're in your 20s or you're heck you're a full ass adult and you know someone one of your homies is 20 something and is dating a 16 to 17 year old in high school yeah pedophile drop them tell them that they're incorrect or even if you are 20 and you have like a 40 year old boyfriend girlfriend reevaluate what you're doing that could be your parent and guys i also have mommy and daddy issues we'll just get this out of the way second episode in um (laughs) don't blame it on that no Don't, don't be like it's my mommy and daddy issues that's why no okay no offense. Maybe go to therapy. Maybe oh <laughs> maybe God. go to therapy. Figure yourself out. Yeah. I understand that, like, you can't help who you're attracted to. Okay, no. I don't want to say that because it's what pedophiles use. Yeah, well, like, you, you can't help, I feel like, like, traits you're yeah, attracted you know, to. But you know, but, like, if you're... If you are a 20-year-old or younger than that and you are consistently attracted to men that are almost double your age, please go to, go therapy. to therapy. You have some issues to work out, baby. <laughs> please go to therapy. Please. I'm I'm begging you. Everyone has that little moment where you're like, hmm, 40-year-old man or woman? No. <laughs> Get that out of your system. Like, it is not okay. Don't actually act on it. You, you will just be text groomed. in your notes chat. You know what I you, mean? You will, and I, I can already hear it. I can already hear it. When we get big, people are going to listen to these episodes and they're going to be like, well, 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 I Such met my wife. I, I met my wife when I was 23 and she was 16 and we're still madly in love. Okay, groomer. When was that in the 50s? Okay, like, groomer. Y'all are still horrible people. Like, I didn't, ugh. Okay, groomer. Okay, groomer. Like, that's all that I have to say. Thank you for outing yourself to me. Now I know. Okay, boomer? More like, okay, groomer. (laughs) Well, if you think about it, all the boomers, the baby boomers, and even before then, like, they were getting married at 15, 16, and some of them were 15, 16 getting married to 20-year-olds. Because it's like, that's okay. I I can't. Like, that is like me marrying my sister, Sydney. Like, Like... yeah, like, you think about your grandparents or great-grandparents, and you're like, oh, six-year age difference, that's not bad. Think about when they got together. That's awful. Like, you know what I mean? Bitch, I cough. I fucking gag at a four-year age difference. Like, I am fucking four months older than my wife, and I can't, I can't, like, ugh. Well, like... We're, okay, four we're, years, we're, we're getting wildly yeah, off topic. I know. Okay, four years I'm, is very... Four years is okay depending on the age gap and, like, how, where you are in life. Because let's not target anyone. <laughs> but four years isn't that bad. 18 to 22, yes. 20 to 24, no. Anyways, that's all I gotta say. Key points. Um, if you're over 18 and you're hitting on somebody that's younger 18, yeah. you're a pedophile. Um, <laughs> Stop. 
Please, get if some help. If you are consistently attracted to men that are almost half your age or double or your women. age. Or women. Women can be groomers or and pedophiles, too. Yes. Or non-binary or non-binary people. Go to therapy. Go, go, go to therapy. I'm just going to say this. Anyone and everyone can be a pedophile if you do certain things. And you have time to stop. And children. I say children. There are children listening. I have been groomed before, and you will not realize that it is happening to you until you have already been taken advantage of, and it is happening. Yeah, ten years later, and then you realize, why was Kick even made? <laughs> I'm so glad oh, Kick whoa, is not around. <laughs> no, I'm, if you feel like this is happening to you, if you feel offended or targeted by what we just said in the past, what? Five, five, three minutes? Yeah, five, eight minutes. Um, please go to a trusted adult and let them know what is going on. Yeah. And ask if you can seek therapy. Yeah. Or, like, literally any hotline, any sexual abuse hotline, even the suicide hotline, if you don't know who to call, call them and explain your situation and they will either help you or transfer you to someone that can help. Like, don't be afraid to reach out if you are in a serious, like, hurtful situation and you're confused. It's okay to be confused. And if you want to talk to somebody that you feel might understand you, understand you, you can email us. Mm-hmm. The, email. Um, it's the Killers Podcast MP at yeah. gmail dot com. Um, you can also do that, but again, um, I would also advise going to a trusted adult. Yeah, someone that's not going to flip out on you either. Yay! Yay! That's our that's, that's our, our first feel. rant. Yeah, don't be a pedophile and don't be <laughs> don't be a groomer. Yeah, please. Okay, it was found out later. Oh, I said that this led Danica's mom to believe that the rumors about Danica's boyfriend at the time seemed to be true. Danica's mother and family were unaware of her being involved in sex work or prostitution. It seemed that Danica was turning her life around in the weeks before her disappearance. She was living like a double life. Yeah, yeah, it was basically like, I'm an yeah. international super I'm, spy. It was like that. Yeah. Like, she was living. She's like, yeah, I'll do this for wide. you guys. And that night, she would go out and do something completely different. Um, woo, dang, I just scrolled up like three pages. No, at this point in time, police believed that Danica was a runaway. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, that makes she sense. just ran away. And her mom was like, no. She wouldn't do that. She had plans. Yeah, like, she was actually, like, she was not... supposed to go Christmas shopping. Like, it was out of the, well, I think the Christmas shopping thing was a lie. I think it was a cover-up. Or no, no, no. She, she was had, actually she had supposed plans, to. But she was like, hey, my phone's dying. I gotta let you go. That's what I think was the lie. I think that. Her phone wasn't actually dead. She was seeing a client or a John at that hotel. And the only way that she could get her mom off the phone was to be like, oh, oh, mom, mom my, my phone's, phone's dying. Yeah. Which we've all done that before. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, you, we, you know, you, you put do not hey, disturb mom. on to not read text messages from your annoying friends that you don't care about. Is that a, is that a target? Is Are that you a- targeting me? Yeah. I always answer you. I'm the one I that know. sends like a wall of text and you'll be like laughing emoji. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> anyway, when are we doing the podcast? <laughs> um, an interesting thing is police databases have shown no arrest for Danica whose fingerprints are on file and no cell phone calls have been made since its discovery at the Kent Motel. So she just like disappeared. She essentially, essentially vanished. Yeah. Um, Danica's mom had to fight tooth and nail to be like, she's not a runaway. She did not do this on her own. She was taken. She is a missing persons. And finally the police were like, mm, okay, all right, we'll label her a missing persons. But they thought that she went off willingly with mm. the guy. They were like, okay, she is involved in sex work. Um, she probably just went off with the dude. 
And the family's like, no, she would not do that. She hasn't contacted us. I'm sorry, but the police literally don't give a rat's ass about sex work or, like, sex workers. Like, they will just dismiss it like it's nothing. Like, oh, she's, she's, they are choosing this line of work. So whatever happens to them happens. Like, they're not humans. I feel like the police, the Federal Way Police Department should, and again, accuse them. It is a minor yeah, it, that's, it, that's, it that's is another minor. thing. It's not like it's Danica not like she's Childs at the time of her disappearance was a 26-year-old woman. No. Which, the theory of, okay, maybe she went off with a client or a John On or whatever own. you want to call them, would have been more rational and no... would have made more sense. But yeah. the fact that Nanika was a 17-year-old child at the time, I don't know why they leaned into that so much. Yeah, she has, like, things she's doing. She wants to graduate high she's school. She's in high school. She's, and she was yeah. on track to graduate. She was in a dual enrollment program. And you're yeah. going to tell me that this girl, what, for Voluntarily a couple of hundred away. dollars if the police are going to actually look into the fact that she was a sex worker? What, she's going to leave all that behind and not for contact her family again? For what? Yeah, Ma- what? Maybe even that. Like, no, she's she not getting have paid that. that. Especially if she has a pimp, she's only getting probably, if even any money, like a quarter of that. She's only seeing bare, like barely any profit. So I'm just gonna, I'm. <laughs> like I said, the police at the beginning of the investigation attempted to like label Danica's disappearance as a runaway rather than a missing persons case. Authorities believe that Danica was in the company of an adult male at the time of her disappearance and left li- willingly with the man, leaving all of her personal items behind. Danica is still classified as an endangered runaway. Okay, okay. Let's pause for a second. Even if she did leave voluntarily, I don't think it was with her own free will. Most of the time, sex workers and prostitutes are unfortunately on a lot of drugs. And it's fed to them by the people that they work for. And it's like, yeah, they could have seen her walking away willingly. Like, someone could have seen that. Or they could think that. Because it doesn't look like she struggled. But maybe she was drugged. You know what I mean? Maybe it was that easy to take her. (sighs) The police. Oh, the police. And then, again, like I said, the family and her mother think that Danica was taken against her will and forced into a sex trafficking ring. This would explain why no fingertips of Danica's have been found and why her cell phone hasn't been called since the day it was found at the Sunset Motel in 2007. Now, a possible lead came in 2015 when a friend found a picture of an Instagram, uh, on Instagram, of a girl in Las Vegas who bore a striking resemblance to Danica. One of child's sisters posted the photo on her Facebook wall before taking the image down a short time later. Not long after, Child's sister received a message through Facebook from someone claiming to be Child's. The person even used nicknames that the sisters had for one another and claimed to be in hiding. Child's sister responded back to the message, but the fake book account that it was sent from was quickly taken down. Danica's mother isn't sure whether the message had been from her missing daughter or not, but she's still hopeful that her daughter was alive. That is pretty interesting, actually. Like, that is kind of big. That would scare the shit out of me. And the fact, I don't want to, like, say things about Las Vegas or, like, make an assumption, but, like, Las Vegas is kind of a hub for sex work, don't you think? Las Vegas is scary. Las Vegas I'm, is very scary. Um, all the lights and stuff, like, no, I'm, uh-uh. There's too many people. Also, all the street vendors, they kind of scare me. I've never been, but, it's like, I... It's a very I, bustling I, I, city. I don't think I want to go. And it's in the middle of the 
freaking desert. Hot as hell. All those lights. Casinos. You're drinking. You're probably on drugs. All the smoking. Like, imagine just going to a, a, a freaking oh casino. God. Caesars. Caesars. And there's like hundreds of Clouds. people smoking. My PF. <laughs> I'd cough up a lung. I would cough up a lung. And how many like weirdos are in Las Vegas? Just, they're not, I don't want to like make weirdo negative. Well, but just at Las Vegas, people. you can, you can play machines and they'll give you free drinks and stuff, right? Yeah. You so get complimentary many, drinks, I think. Yeah. So imagine how many people just go in there, like act like they're playing a machine or play a couple of dollars and, and just, just get drunk get wasted i and mean, just hang around i would. like lord ear lloyd loiter the people that live there full-time must hate tourists <laughs> like oh god another fucking oklahoman <laughs> coming to get drunk okay now we're gonna get into the possible suspects so obviously like i said at the beginning danica's boyfriend is yeah. one of the first suspects of course um, I personally, and again, take my opinion with a grain of salt, because again, I'm just a podcaster. Um, I don't think that he would have directly put Danika into a sex trafficking ring. I feel like that would have tied him directly to it, and I don't think that he would have been that stupid. Did they, like, interview him? I, again, I don't know. I mean, they would have had to, right? Yeah, if they did, if they actually researched and tried to find her, wouldn't they interview him? I... But I don't believe that he was careful enough with the men that were seeing Danica at the time of her disappearance. I mean, I say careful enough as if that's a nice thing to say, but, but I mean, because he supposedly was, in quotation marks, a pimp Mm -hmm. and was letting his girlfriend go into sex work, which is a very dangerous profession. Not so much now, because it all is mainly on the internet so Mm -hmm. there's kind of a comfortable distance from the weirdos that you would have to be face to face on the street with yeah you have there's like an internet wall now Mm -hmm. so it's a lot safer than it has been in years but at this time in 2007 it was not not. it was it was the the internet barrier of comfortability and safety wasn't there as much as it is now in 2021 sex work was very dangerous until like what just five years ago still like like more dangerous than but it is now i think that he started to quote-unquote pimp danica out to maybe support some of his own bad habits because what why even become a pimp in the first place He's what for just money stuck in that for life. drugs Maybe, like, like born gangs. into it? Yeah, gangs? like, he's, like, in a bad... Maybe he got, like, kicked out of his parent. Like, this is all hypothetical, but, like, he's had a bad upbringing. He lives on the streets, you know. He's just finding money where he can. Maybe he accidentally owes someone and they're making him do this. Like, there are so many crazy possibilities. And, like, she could have just been wrong place, wrong time, wrong person. Well, her friend eventually told us that Danica had reported to her that she had witnessed her boyfriend selling another girl. I never had any doubt that she left on her own accord. There was just no reason for her to, boom, leave without contacting anyone. Yeah. So, Even her apparently like, her boyfriend was in the business of sex trafficking and selling women. Or young girls. I bet he was like a middleman for the pimp. And that's how he is clueless. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't really know the information. He just gets told, go go transfer this girl to this place or transfer this person to here. That, no, oh my god. This is sad. 
Another possible suspect would have been the clients that had sex work given to them. If Danica's boyfriend was pimping out girls for sex work, girls that were low risk, I'm talking about girls that have been repeated runaways, came from abusive homes that wouldn't have been cared about. What would have stopped a client from making a huge offer and then possibly denying Danica, like buying Danica from her boyfriend? What if he was like, oh, I actually don't want this girl. Uh, I want your girlfriend instead. And what if he just folded? What if it didn't matter to him? What if the greed had taken a hold? I mean, the people that go and, like, buy, get Humans. sex work, yeah, like, get, pay $100 for two hours are pretty scummy people. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they were held at, like, gunpoint or, like, were threatened. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to have, like, benefit of the doubt for her boyfriend because I'm thinking he's maybe a victim, too. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm at just the same saying time, it's that like, what if, or what if it, or what if the John was like, hey, I'll actually take your girlfriend and I'll just give you money over time, like a repeated payment sort of thing. Ooh, I could see that. That is sick. That is like I, scummy. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying hypothetically, I, she, she would have had to go to the hotel to meet someone. Yeah, right, to do sex work. Yeah. So either she took herself there or someone dropped her off and was like, "Hey, I'll be back call me when in you're 2 done. hours." Yeah, call me when you're done. I'll be back in 2 hours. And then they like either they knew she wasn't going to come back. This was their last time seeing her. Or they showed up, saw, like, knocked, or saw that she wasn't there, and fucking dipped. And wigged out, yeah. Yeah. They were like, I can't, no. Hmm. Like you said, what if they didn't contact the boyfriend at all, and they just took her, and then he was like, oh, shit, you know? That is, oh. Yeah. Because then, like, that is now pinned on him. Why weren't you, like, if he had a boss, you know, why weren't you watching there? Why did you leave? Like, why didn't you pay attention? Because now that boss or pimp or whoever, like, because I'm assuming he's not the one running it. He's No, you yeah. have to have underlings. Yeah. It's kind of like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And it's like, I guarantee he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. And he either dipped and ran away himself or, like, had to come up with an excuse real quick. Oh, I like, there was a shooting. I don't know. You know what I mean? Or like, I didn't want to wait around that long. Yeah, I couldn't. Know? She told me to leave, you know? And again, I'm not knocking Danica's boyfriend. Right. Like I said, we know nothing about this guy. I'm, I think the police at least did their jobs on that. Yeah. And cleared him and looked into it like it is in protocol. Right. You can't do much if he didn't know much. Like, he was just a little messenger, like jockey boy, doing his job. You know, and I could see where they're like, you're a victim, you can go. But at the same time, let's hold someone accountable for this. And that begs the question of, could she have been taken by a sex trafficking ring? Um, If Danica was taken by a sex trafficking ring, then this would explain as to why she was taken without a trace and hasn't contacted her family for almost 14 years. Like Mikhail said, most of the people that are taken and forced into human trafficking are kept in places and aren't able to leave the ring. Sometimes they're too abused or scared or they're hooked on illegal substances and forced to stay in the ring because of their abuse and addictions. This also could explain the Facebook messages that were supposedly from Danica in 2015. If she was able to reach out to her family but the members of the tra- tracking ring were found out, they probably forced her to erase everything. Mm-hmm. And if that happened... Again, this is just a speculation from a white podcaster in 2021. Danique is probably dead. Yeah. If it was her that contacted her sister in 2015 and the ring or whoever took Danica found out and went through the trouble to erase the messages and the Facebook that the messages were sent from, I think that to look at it very cynical, if they did that, 
they probably killed Danika as well. Yeah. Some th- strange things that stand out to me is the fact that Danika's phone was shut off almost instantly. And her voicemails from her mom that her mom had left her, Danika never viewed. So it was like the phone was shut off whenever Danika went to the hotel and turned her phone off after the call with her mom. And it was turned off basically until the police found it because the voicemails weren't viewed. So I wonder if Danika was turning her phone off or ending the call with her mother right before she walked into the room or got to the motel. Mm -hmm. And that was the last time that she ever touched it. The Facebook messages from 2015 also bother me. Like, is there no way to track messages after the account is deleted? You're telling me that they can't even track your freaking IP address? Like, come on, Facebook. I... There should be a way, right? You're telling me... You're telling me that I can get on fucking illegal and some someone and some fucking 16 year old some incel yeah some some 16 year old kid can dox my address but they can't look up the ip address or what facebook yeah a multi-million dollar multi-billion dollar come on mark come on zuckerberg help us out like uh, there has to be a way right or is it, like, in their privacy policy, like, Apple, like, oh, you will watch never give me, away your stuff? Yeah, watch me read the <laughs> read Facebook's privacy thing, and that's one of the things, and that's why they can't. We will not share any of your messages. We will not track. I, probably, I could see that as, like, well, that's kind of what you want, but, like, in this situation, it's where it's, like, life or death. Want, but then there's a fine line between privacy and invasion. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just thought that that was really weird. Um, what I think happened to Danica is I think that she was forced into sex work and ultimately taken to be sex trafficked, either by her boyfriend or because of her boyfriend's actions. Yeah. That put her into sex work in the first place. And I'm not going to bash on the guy because I'm pretty sure he, wherever he is at this moment in time, feels awful. Yeah. I hope. Let's hope. If he's still alive. That he feels awful. If he's still alive. Yeah, if he's still alive. Who knows? What do you think? I think she was definitely in a sex trafficking ring. I don't think she joined on her own accord. I think she was definitely, like, persuaded or, like, baited into it. Like, Oh, especially if it was her boyfriend, like if he was in that line of work or lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, he could have been like, no, come on, babe, you know, like, it's it's just easy money. Like, all you gotta do is, all you gotta do is fuck this guy. And then, you know, that's 200 bucks right there. And it's like, what? Like, why don't, why don't you fucking put out? Why don't what, you let somebody suck your fucking dick? You didn't even, <laughs> what? You didn't even bleep it. That was just all out there. Um, like, oh. It's just very, like, what? I definitely think she was sex trafficked. And I think she was, she didn't leave voluntarily. She was taken. Like, she she did not leave voluntarily. There's no way. Mm-mm. This is sad. This is, I hope she's, if she's still alive, I hope she's okay. And, like, if that truly was her that contacted her sister, then I hope she, I hope she's safe. And I hope she's not in that life anymore. But you can never really escape that life. Once you're in it, you're yeah. in it. Unless you are, like, you have a formulated plan and you have people, like, behind you helping you out and, like, willing to get you out of that life. I pick the best cases, huh? I yeah, just make you, pick you depressed so, every I know. week. I go home and I'm like, I have work tomorrow and I just, <laughs> I just learned about four girls being murdered and now I have to go attempt to not murder four more people myself. And then this, this is one of my biggest fears being sex being trafficked. Being sex trafficked? Yeah. Like Tinder and all these online dating apps, so scary. I met, I, 
I know. Like, I met me. I met my wife on Tinder, so I'm kind of laughing. A lot of people meet a lot of great people on like eHarmony and Match.com. And Don't it's even like, talk about eHarmony. I hate that. I I hate that. My parents after divorce, Christian Mingle. they both they both used eHarmony. So your biggest fear is being sex trafficked. Yeah. Why? Uh, like, what inherently, what gave you that instinct of just inherently being terrified of sex trafficking? Well, for one, seeing the movie Taken, Liam Neeson and everything, where, like, the daughter that goes That one to didn't France. freak me out. You know what it did, though? What? The, uh, the, Ryan Reynolds is in it, and his kid is taken from his truck, but they're, like, in Alaska or something. I have never seen this. And one. she gets she gets put into part of, like, a pedophilia, like, <gasps> quote-unquote recruiting ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not talk about... Hello, Pizzagate. Just well, conspiracy oh my God, theories. Shut, just shut conspir- the fuck up. I just... Okay, conspiracy theories hold a special near-dear place in my heart because you... I I just love learning everything. I don't believe they're true. You know, some of them, it's, like, very interesting. But I don't believe any of them are actually true. It's just, like... These people have taken so much time to gather all this information, and it's hard to not be like, they bring up good points, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes I'm it's like, a little, uh, buddy, get a life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have a little too much time on your hands. But no. Sex trafficking is very scary, because it's so hard to get out. Well, and, and there are hot Even if you ever do. Yeah, Oklahoma hubs, City. All ac- yeah, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Texas, Fed- Federal Way, Washington mm-hmm. is also a hot spot, which is where this case happened. Yeah, so be very careful. If you were, like, out and about, male, female, non-binary, like, whoever you are, anyone can get sex Victim trafficked. Victim of opportunity. Yeah. And you're more at risk if you were already into sex work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Sex trafficking is scary. Because you are essentially someone else's property. We're going to end this episode on a really depressing note. Um, yeah. Tanika Childs would have been 31 years old on May 25th, 2021. She has been missing for 14 years. If you have any knowledge of Tanika Childs or her whereabouts, please call the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children at 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. Or you can also contact the Federal Way Police Department at 253 253- Eight three five six eight five six. The cover art for this episode is a picture of Danica Childs and her mother that was taken before her disappearance in 2007. That's so long ago. She would have been 31. 31 years old. I hope she's, if she's still alive, I hope she's okay. I hope she is out of whatever bad spot she was in. And I hope she's thriving and I hope she's healthy and happy. But if she's not, unfortunately she's not alive then i hope she's resting well and in peace i hope she's at peace yeah she's i hope she's not in pain and like not i hope she's at rest i also hope that the family Mm -hmm. gets some answers um some closure while we oh i feel like i got really close to the mic while we while we plug our own social medias first i want to plug the family social media there is a facebook page for danica trials that i'm pretty sure is ran by her family um, just because this is so close to Danica's birthday, I would have had the opportunity to reach out to the family directly, but I chose not to do that because I'm allowing them time to grieve. Because this is, what, this is less than a week, maybe a week and a half? 
what after yeah, her birthday a couple weeks i i wasn't gonna do that to them. no it's um, too early okay also we're gonna explain how the seasons are going to work yeah you want to take it away yes so this is the first season of course and we will have 20 episodes per season um and every fifth episode yeah every fifth episode every fifth episode we will do a big like high profile case something everyone knows about like ted bundy for example like richard ramirez like big cases like that where it's gotten a lot of um exposure um but we also would like your feedback cases you want to hear things you would like us to discuss there's a couple ways for you guys to do that we have a Twitter now. Yeah. Twitter, what is that? What is the Twitter handle? Isn't it the... I don't have my phone. Killer's phone? Oh, our phones are by each other. I'll grab them. Um, but yeah, so this is the second episode. I think next week we'll be, we will be doing our Pride. Our Pride episode. Woo! Um, not woo, because it's going to be obviously... Damn. Damn. Oh my god. Okay, the Twitter handle for the the Killers podcast is at Podcast Killers, which um kind of makes it sound like we're out to murder all the other uh podcast on Twitter. We are. (laughs) No, that's not true. (laughs) No. No, Um, it is. (laughs) The whole reason that we started this podcast is because I am a true crime junkie. junkie. I was gonna say aficionado, but I know that's not the words that I'm looking for. No, yeah. Yeah. You kind of, like, I guess it can be. I guess. But the whole reason that I started this podcast was because I wanted to bring attention to cases that fell out of media light or haven't been getting the media detention that I feel personally like they deserve. Mm-hmm. So don't get pissed that we're not constantly covering interesting cases like yeah. Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez. Not your typical, like popular true crime cases like there are so many missing people missing children that don't get talked about and there are just cases that fall by the wayside and they're just never talked about again and plus we don't want to be like every other true crime podcast i'm sure true there's hundreds yeah out there. there's tons we but- want to be special if you'd like to reach us again you can do so at twitter handle at podcast killers or you can email us at thekillerspodcastmp at gmail.com. Um, we, we are recording this, but it should be released at about about Friday, 7 a.m. Central Time. I'm going to try and schedule it for that time. I love that. But um, Start out your morning with a good murder. Good missing persons case. <laughs> Just get, uh, I'm going to be crime. at work tomorrow. I'm going to listen to this I while I'm at work. <laughs> I love listening. Okay, I used to not like listening to my voice. But these days, I'm a little conceited. I like listening to us talk. <laughs> Podcasting changes you. Yeah. makes you narcissistic. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. We will see you guys next week on the third episode of The Killer's True, Co- True Crime Podcast. Um, over and out.